It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolis. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, all your subscriptions, past episodes, and more. We're on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. Check out our Facebook group, and you can email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. It has been a long time coming, but finally, we're almost here. It's the IFPA Open and Indisc. It's at the Riverside Convention Center, a new place, and joining us right now, one of the organizers, Jim Belcito. Jim, what a ride to get to here. Good evening, sir. Yes, what a ride. I mean, let's look back. So 2020, very successful. The first time with the IFPA Open, a new world championship that Eric Stone was the big winner of. And, and of course, all the other events, you added the Classics Target Match Play event, which is going to be part of 2022. It was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But so was something else, this little pandemic thing that unfortunately shut down 2021. But other things happened too. I mean, that's one thing. Okay, well, we'll cancel it for a year. We'll come back. Oh, the Museum of Pinball this home of Indisc. Now that's gone. And I cannot imagine what you had to do to get to this Riverside Convention Center. How hard was this? Uh, that was a tough road. I think we had a lot. Of, we had extra time to do it this time. We had a year off. <laughs> but it was a tough road. We searched a lot of different sites. We started looking at some of the sites we already had. We were looking at our Riverside Game Lab. Uh, we were looking at places around the city also and different venues that already had games. Nothing was big enough, which we thought was going to be big enough. And so Riverside Convention Center came up. We have a new member of the team this year, is Chuck Casey, who also works for the city of Riverside, and he was helpful in getting that kind of started also. And then also uh, the owner of Game Lab, Alex Tran, um, who deals with the city a lot also. Uh, so we were able to put meetings together, and several meetings together, and meeting with different people and numerous times, and back and forth on a few things. But um, it seems like it's going to work out. It is a nice, It is a very nice facility. I mean, Riverside is not, you know, a, a big town like New York or L.A. or anything, but it's, it's, it's a good town with a lot of stuff. I mean, all the hotels are there. You can basically Uber there and stay there a few days and get everything you need uh, as far as uh, staying in town. But uh, hopefully this, this works out. It's a big it's a big it's a definitely a big change. I mean, the museum was wow. What a, what a great place to have access to and have access to you know the, the space and all those all those machines and being able to load in four weeks early. And load out four weeks after. It's <laughs> uh, so much easier than, you know, oh, got to get in here on Tuesday or Wednesday and got to get out by Monday. You know, so it's that's definitely tougher. I guess one other benefit is it's, you know, my shop is actually where I, I do my business, which is, you know, arcade game related is just a mile away. So museum was 45 minutes away. So there's a, a little bit of benefit there also. Just got to do it faster. Yeah, it's very accessible too. I mean, it's only 16 miles from the Ontario airport and you're yes. uh, 100 miles away from seven airports. So there's uh, a lot in there too. I mean, certainly you can get into LAX, but yeah, Banning was kind of in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah, the facility was spectacular. All those different games which you utilize for classics target match play. So I see that's the first on the schedule. Well, you had the games there at the Museum of Pinball. This is a convention center. It's going to have lots of space and a lot of other good things we're going to talk about, but the games aren't there. So that means somebody's got to bring them. And you and I were talking earlier, 60 to 65 games you are bringing in? Uh, me and a few other a few other people. Uh, Jake Collins has, has got some that we, he's a partner with mine that we should control in, in Game Lab also. And also, uh, you know, director of the tournament also. But yeah, majority mine. Once again, you know, obviously pandemics are bad, but obviously we were, you know, closed for a year because, you know, my business is not essential in any way. <laughs> so on this show, it is. 
<laughs> we had a lot of extra time, you know, through uh, 2020 to uh, spend time uh, working on pinball machines with nothing else to do. So that was good as far as, I mean, you know, good in a way that something something positive got done. So that helped. Um, still, it's a lot of, yeah, I mean, before I would bring, I think we would bring 20 or 30 games and then we use the rest there. And, you know, so many different options there using stuff like Cosmic Princess and things you're never going to see again. Um, and then it sold tons of money there also. But yeah, I mean, still working on them now. Still got, I'm going to use every day of these three weeks to finish these things up, which is, and you know, of course, and they, you know, they get folded up when they're done and cross our fingers when we bring everything over there and they actually still work and everything's set up again. These you know, games don't like to be moved in any regard. So it's a big haul. Still miss that great collection. I mean, there was so many things we could pick from, but I mean, I have a, my collection's not small. It's not really like the museum, but hopefully, uh, Hopefully we'll get everything over there and everything will be working. Well, Jim, can I ask, you're bringing a lot of games. Jay's bringing some games. There's certainly going to be a full slate. You've got the Classics Target match play that kicks everything off on Thursday, February 3rd. Yeah, 2020 really stunk for operators with arcades not being essential services. Mm -hmm. But can I ask, are you taking games out of some of your sites to bring to Indisc? Because there again is another really generous offer on your part that, you know, these are revenue generators for you on site that you're shutting down for a few weeks to bring to this tournament. So yes, a lot of them, I mean, there's some that definitely coming off site. Most of them are already off site. Thankfully, you know, we have enough machines to swap them out with something else that we're not using. So I'm not saying that I don't, I wouldn't say we're going to have any spots. There might be a couple missing at the game lab, but then we'll get, then we'll get replaced. But I mean, there's 22 machines there. So if two disappear, you know, gotcha. That's not going to be a big deal. Uh, but yeah, thankfully, you know, there's enough machines where I was able to put some more out and get the ones that I need to get in. There's still a couple that I need to go grab and a couple of Jay's spot out there that he, his at his place that uh, need to grab. But yeah, I mean, thankfully enough machines. You know, I started collecting back in the early 90s when this was a little easier to do. Can't imagine having to start collecting a collection now at the way, you know, the prices are these days. Pretty insane. So thankfully I started a long time ago and I have enough games to move them around and and between the friends and friends that I have here, we you know enough to move around. That's great. So here we are in 2022. The first Indisc was 10 years ago. Some guy named Keith Elwin won the main and the classics, and those were the only events. He did the same thing in 2023. Elwin wins again for the classics. Kaylee George was the main winner, but then you started to expand a little bit. 2014, you've got a A main and a B main, so you've got kind of a, a two sets of finals. Then it just started to grow and grow and grow, and here we are right now. We've got, it kicks off with the classic target match play. At the same time, got the open championship, so qualifying three days of, for that major event. And uh, again, Eric Stone, the big winner last year. You've expanded uh, over the past few years the classics into two different days, two different events, more opportunities. You've got a wonderful women's tournament. Stephanie Traub won that last year. You were the high stakes winner last year. I know you're modest, but uh, that was pretty impressive considering that was the only thing you played in, which was uh, fitting that you won because yourself and Bob Matthews and Carl D'Angelo give up so much of your time. So it was nice to see you get in a little bit and then be the winner there. So high stakes is back. You've even got a seniors championship. You've got uh, little kids events. It just keeps growing. You've been given all these hurdles with the pandemic, with the Museum of Pinball, and yet you still find a way to do this. Was there ever any thought between you know the main parties that okay, the signs are saying we just can't do this. It's making it's too difficult, or did you just find a way and want to keep growing this thing? I don't think that ever came up. I mean, we wanted to 
since 2012, I said this is something we've always wanted to do and uh, do it hopefully better than better than most. So that that never came up. It was challenging there trying to find a spot for sure, and then trying to find something that wasn't going to cost you know a bloody fortune, which is difficult. I mean, obviously, museum was wow. You know, we didn't pay for that. I mean, that was go ahead and use it, and then uh, you know we charge the people that come, and and it worked out. And in fact, they even paid us for how many people came through is money that went back to the prize fund. You know, they were giving us a bonus for how many people came through the door and paid their ticket prices. So yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a big reversal. <laughs> so. As a pinball player and someone who travels a lot and goes to different competitions, I don't think any player ever begrudges having to pay a fee to a facility and, and that money doesn't go back into the pot. It's understood. There are expenses for tournaments, and this has a lot of expenses. I know you have sponsors, and we'll get to the, your sponsors in a bit, but there are huge expenses. You're bringing 60 to 65 machines there. The hours that you're dedicating to this, the rental trucks, whatever else you have to use to bring this stuff in, the manpower, the techs, all that kind of stuff, the tablets, the list goes on and on. And those expenses are understood to players. So yeah, it's a little different than the Museum of Pinball, but it's still going to be a great tournament. For us, it's always been for the love of the game. I mean, it's never been a profit-making you know, adventure, for sure. I mean, usually, I mean, probably up to last year, it was always lose a lot of money, but it's, that wasn't the point. It was our main goals. And there was things with tournaments in the past where you would go and you would spend a whole bunch of money. And it's like, wow, you know, the price funnel, I won $500. It's like, hmm, you know, they had to take it away more than that as far as paying all this stuff off. So our goal was always to have a tournament where it was clean, where the money going, going you know, for entries and whatever was going, everything was going to the price fund to make as big as price funds we could and as good of a tournament as we could and, and have unique games and have games that work really well. You know, yeah, I'm always trying to find games that never been used before and no one wants to touch. And all of a sudden, oh, you know, we could make something out of it. But it was, you know, where the money was going to the right spot, not just to not to pay expenses or whatever. Just make it where you're actually playing for big, sizable pots. And that was from the start, 2012. I mean, it's every that was always our main goal, and it still is. So hopefully that will continue. You talk about some of the games that are being used. By the time this episode airs, we can say some of the games that will be in the open. First of all, how many games in the open, the, the main lineup? Same list two years ago, 18. Wow. Possibly 19, but probably 18. Another big difference this year also is Glass Indisc. Um, you know, the, the high stakes of women's were on the same bank. That has now been separated. Nice. Hence more games. So you know, there's a, a women's bank that has eight games, and there's going to be a high stakes bank that has eight games. So that's, that's a big difference this year also. That's great. And then, of course, Classics. You know, I think another thing with Classics, too, I think the last year when we had two we used a lot of the same machines uh, we're going to try to there might be a couple duplicates as far as uh but we're going to try to change the way that's going to be set up it's like you know you have your classics match play on thursday but then on friday saturday is two separate classic tournaments you know hopefully it will be friday we'll turn on this these machines will be turned on without having to do a lot of moving and then the next day you know these machines will be turned on so be a little bit more differences in the actual classics instead of playing the same games twice on two separate tournaments so that's the big changes scheduled at least for this year so fun and again by the time this airs here are some of the games that you're going to see in the main bank in the open you've somehow some way found a way to put roller games in there so what's going on with sudden death that's what i want to know about so it's not random anymore is that a siren rom i don't believe you know this is jay collins machine it's actually sitting at the game lab right now I can't remember who made the ROM. It's been out for a while. I don't know if it was Soren or not, but it it uh, it basically removes the it removes the random ooh go for the wall. So now it's every fourth mystery award. 
Okay, that's good. So, so everybody gets the same chance to get to it. And you got to shoot, you know, four mystery words. So, and then the rest of the game doesn't need anything. I mean, it's all, you know, I think the jackpot, I think it's set where the jackpot just stays at a million and a half. So that doesn't change. Okay. And so that's, that takes care of all the remnants of the game. And so now it's actually, it's a game I've always, I've actually never owned one, never was ever thought of owning one. You know, it wasn't one of, one of my favorite Steve Ritchie games. <laughs> and he's made a lot of great games. But now it's actually, with this new software, it's actually, wow, fun game to play. It's all about score balancing, and that random thing was, uh, was very difficult. So that's good to hear. You've got WWF Royal Rumble, Laser Q, Godzilla LE. Not just Godzilla Pro, not even a premium. You're bringing in a new Stern LE. Wow. I don't buy a lot of LEs, but we bought this one. So far, I'm pretty happy with it. <laughs> so, so that'll be there. Any word on whether code will be updated between now and then? You know, I have. I need to uh, give that gentleman a call. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's no wizard mode on it yet. I mean, right now the way the game is pretty solid. But hopefully, hopefully we'll see some more. Here's a game I love that you've got in the open: Alien Star. And for those that were uh, at Expo in Chicago, it was in the classics. But that's different. That's a pump and dump. You can play that over and over again. The mm-hmm. great thing about Alien Star is, you know, you light the inlane and you rip the spinner, and mm. that is how you blow up the game. But with Indisc, you've got a a five-card ticket. Are you going to risk your ticket for something like Alien Star? Uh, Maybe you do it on your first game. Did I get it? Oh, I didn't. This ticket's going to stink. You know, maybe this Mm -hmm. ticket's for defense or something. Anyway, that's a fun game that you've put in there. Uh, Agreed. It's a one-trick pony game, I'd call it. But it's so fun trying to get there, and it's challenging. But when you get there, and especially on mine, because, uh, boy... We want to talk about juice spinners. This thing is, <laughs> this thing is crazy. I was watching the one in Chicago. That's like that spinner. I was like, eh, it wasn't really moving too much. But uh, if you whack this one at full value, wow. Well, the one thing about Chicago, there wasn't a tilt bob in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that helps too. That thing, I, I don't know how it was standing on four legs by the end of it because you know it was a workout to play that game, but it was fun. This one's playing so nice. I would figure. I mean, we haven't figured all the all the. Uh, not the challenges, but the uh, goals for games. Um, I would figure that one's probably going to be rolling it. Then you win the... Uh, bounties? Bounties. Thank you. I'm glad you're around. <laughs> <laughs> so, couldn't think of that word. You've also got Dirty Harry and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. These are some of the ones that are announced in the open. Women's Bank's got Barbed Wire. It's got Monster Bash. Rock will be there. And some of the classics you've uh, announced at this uh, recording. Big Game, Sinbad. Stargazer. I'm so Mm. thrilled that Stargazer is going to be in a tournament. Such a wonderful game. It is a great game. You've got Flash Gordon and Prospector. Mm -hmm. And a lot more of those to come. (laughs) A lot of those to come for sure. So very exciting to see these games. And women are going to be very excited. At least I'm excited about their bank. I mean, you've only got three of them there so far. But wow. I'm going to have to keep a a watchful eye on people trying to throw wigs on and get in that bank because I think it's... (laughs) I think it's I think it's awesome. But that's just me. We really all hate it, but I think it's a great bank. If people are wondering how these games are getting announced, in the past, there used to be trivia clues on Tilt Forums, but what you can do now is go on to the Indisc Discord. I highly recommend it. There's all kinds of things on there. There's the rules, there's announcements, you've got travel tips, and of course, these trivia clues and answers. You must be having so much fun with this. Yes, I always, always do. Just Discord, by the way, is working really well. It seems to be really, you know, last, all the years before, it's always been kind of a mishmash between Facebook and Tilt Forums and 
it's nice having everything all in one place. We were able to discuss back and forth. <laughs> You're on the call with me right now. I just turned on the Discord for Indus. There are 50 people online right now. They were waiting for you to give a trivia question. I know it. <laughs> Probably coming. I, there's some other trivia going on out too, which I've got to, when we get done with this, I'm going to put another clue down. Let's, let's for some reason, someone answered it while we're doing this. So maybe we'll have to. We'll get to some trivia in a second here. In fact, we'll have an exclusive pinball profile trivia question, a chance to win prizes. Uh, but we'll get to that near the end of the show. So uh, we want to tell you about some of the other things going on at Indisc. Again, the new location, and I got to tell you, and you've seen my uh, fine physique, the one thing that really jumped out at me at this new location was this little thing called the Food Lab. Mm. Nine restaurants, two bars. Uh, that's a little different than the Museum of Pinball. Yeah, nine restaurants compared to, well, you know, being in Banning or a couple of food trucks, I guess. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty cool place. That came before the Game Lab. It's actually right next door to the Game Lab. Of course, in the Game Labs, everything, all this stuff's going to be right across the street from the convention center, which is really nice. Like I said, you can get in the Riverside and, you know, Uber there or whatever, and then you don't really need to, you don't need a car. You can just walk to everything you need to. Whether it be food, drinks, you know, entertainment, it's all right there. But yeah, the Food Lab is uh, it's kind of like the thing that's kind of going around everywhere these days, but it was kind of the upscale food court. You know, no more Charo's uh, Pizza and McDonald's sitting in there. It's all like, you know, mom and pop restaurants that are, you know, all different kinds of food, you know, all over the map. Good stuff. Great stuff. Uh, check it out again. Go to indisc.com for all this information. And again, check out the Discord channel. But uh, that's another thing too is, you know, when you were at the Museum of Pinball and for someone like me that was out of town, you, it was not exactly easy to get to as far as, are you going to go to LAX? Are you going to go to Palm Springs, Ontario? But there aren't as many planes to go there. Well, it was a bit of a challenge to get there. So you, you rented a car and then you got to the Museum of Pinball and then, okay, I want to grab something to eat or go to my hotel wasn't exactly right there. By the way, yeah. this is the only thing I can find. It's impossible to find flaws with Indus. This is the only thing I can possibly say was oh, inconvenient. But that's all now gone because you've got the Marriott Riverside right there. You've got the Hyatt Place. There's the Hampton Inn. It's all right there. You can walk. The Ontario Airport is 16 miles away. I think this is going to be bigger and better. And one more thing that you're forgetting. We'll have heat this year. <laughs> I mean, Museum of Pinball, great, great place. Wish we still had it. The best of the best, but there was no heat. <laughs> so there was a few years there where we were like stuck at the corner or whatever, and it was like, woo, we we're all wearing jackets. But, you know, it was part of it. Jim, I'm coming to Southern California in February from Canada. Is there snow on the ground? But if we ever got complaints, it was always about that. <laughs> I have to wear a jacket while I'm playing pinball. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's one of the nice things. And, and, you know, I think that's, I think you're, whether it was Carl or Bob, uh, the other people that helped you out there, one of them said to me, I think that's purposely why you hold in disc in kind of January or February, the winter months, so that uh, people can kind of get away from maybe some of the colder weather up north. Absolutely. That was, that was the big reason why we picked January. First of all, to get away from pretty much all the other events, uh, the big events over the years, they kind of creeped towards us a little bit, but that, and then you could come here in January and most of the time have some pretty nice weather. You know, a couple of years it didn't work out, but it wasn't it wasn't snowing. You know, it was just raining or something. But that was, yeah, that's one of the big reasons for it's a nice place to go in January. Not very many states can say that. So we've got the Open, the newest major in the IFPA, the IFPA Open. So this tournament attracts so many people from all over the world. If you're a competitive pinball player, this is a go-to event. Why? It's the newest major, the IFPA Open, in which the winner will receive a brand new pinball machine from Stern Pinball. 
lots of prizes, 40 people in the playoffs. It's just spectacular. It, it's really well run, too. You're going to be able to watch it on stream on IE Pinball, follow along on the Never Drain software. But it's really the pinnacle tournament, and a lot of people have said this is their favorite tournament of the year. So that's the big event there, but you've also got the two classics. You've got the women's. You've got the classics target match play, high stakes, seniors, kids. There's a lot going on there. Mm. What makes it possible too, let's let's be honest, is you've got some great sponsors. We mentioned this is brought to you in part by On Tilt. Comet Pinball has been great. Awesome. Longtime sponsor, Captain's Auction Warehouse. Coin Taker has been spectacular. Capital Corridor Pinball League. You've got the Riverside Game Lab, which we mentioned. Scorbit's been a big sponsor over the years, and it's kind of, let me say, as a scorekeeper, and, and we're always looking for volunteers at Indisc for scorekeeping, so please get in touch on Discord. In fact, uh, if you do a couple hours, they'll, they'll give you some tickets to play in the tournament, so they, they reward the scorekeepers, but Scorbit just makes it so much easier. So uh, Oh, gosh, it's awesome. Yeah. Also want to thank Pin Monk, Marco Specialties, and finally, of course, Stern Pinball with their grand prize. And that's a premium machine also, so not just a pro. It is? It is, yes. I didn't know that. It was two years ago, too. It was a premium Munsters last time. Well, that's pretty cool. Of course, the Food Lab's a big sponsor, too, but I think you've already talked about them, so it probably counts. Oh, the Food Lab's going to be well paid. Let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> They're a big sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to some trivia right now. And again, go to the Discord. But here on Pinball Profile, we've got a special, unique, exclusive trivia question. I don't even know what the question is. I certainly don't know what the answer is, but I do know there are prizes involved. And on this, on Discord, if you get one question right, you win a prize. Jim, what's the prize? You win a uh, Indus pin or an Indus patch. Nice collector's item. If you get two questions right. You get an Indus t-shirt. And if you are so brilliant that you can get three questions right, and there are people that do this. You get uh, Biggie, the entry into any division except for high stakes and all the other stuff too. Pin, a patch, shirt, and the entry. You definitely want to win three. You have so many people that are interested in this trivia and the clues are obscure. Let's just call them for what they are. But they all make sense once you know what the answer is. Mm -hmm. Got to make them challenging. In fact, you had someone that used to guess quite a few of them, Michael Welch. Yeah, Michael Welsh from San Diego. Yeah, he used to win all our trivia. And then when he was maxed out, he'd help all everybody else in San Diego win all our trivia. trivia. <laughs> so now he's on our team. Yeah, now he's coming up with something a little different, some puzzles. Mm -hmm. Again, all in the Discord. But right now, a little exclusivity here on Pinball Profile, a proud media sponsor of Indisc for the last few years. And uh, I thank you for that because it is uh, certainly a wonderful destination. I'll, I'll be there every year if you ask me. Okay. We're going to try to guess this pinball machine. We won't give out what the final answer is, but where do you want people to guess? So just on our, I think our, on Discord page, on the trivia, trivia answers page. Okay. Where all the other ones are. So you'll have to answer this on Discord. Jim, can you give us a clue to what this pinball machine may be? And this clue is uh, courtesy of our third team member, Bob Matthews. Oh, God, I have no chance. <laughs> so here it comes. It's only four words. It's pretty easy. And it's from Bob? It's from Bob. Only four words? Yeah. <laughs> that's at least until the uh, high stakes trivia come out. Then, you know, that's a lot more words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so are we ready? Yep. Okay, here it goes. So here's the clue. Meatloaf steals the show. How is steal spelled? Steals. S-T-E-A-L-S. Okay. I wasn't sure if there's a pun in there. There's a little bit of you know, emphasis on that word. 
Meatloaf steals the show. I don't even know where to start. Am I? You said the focus is on the word steals, like stealing locks. Well, the, the first word is important too. Meatloaf. So do I have to think of? You know who Meatloaf is, right? I know the singer. Yeah, Marvin a Day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is, he had? Bad out of hell. He had Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Two out of three ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot more than that too, right? And those are his biggies. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Check out my Meatloaf catalog. I guess. I could, I could do anything for love. That's not pinball related. You've got me stumped. But if you know, go to Discord. You'll see the pinball profile little hashtag, and uh, maybe you'll come away with a winner. I'm curious to see how this goes. So mm, Me too. It's going to be fun. February 3rd to the 6th, Riverside Convention Center, a new location for Indisc, the IFPA Open, the World Championship, eight tournaments over four days. You've created a monster. You've put in so much time and effort. You're just one of many people that have made this possible. Who else has been behind this? I mean, this has a great team all through these years. I had a couple of new members last couple of years. But, of course, Carl, with all the software he does and never drains software and everything with that is awesome. It always has been. Jay Collins with uh, does all our artwork and you know, banners and uh, signage and, of course, helps with, you know, he's a tech too like myself, so all the games and using some of his games. Damien Charlitti doing all our sponsorship things, sending out all the letters, talking to all the uh, possible sponsors and getting them on board. And obviously we're having a best year ever. So doing a great job there. And uh, Chuck Casey helping us with the city Riverside things with the convention center. And, and of course, you know, every day on Discord, we're constantly going around and throwing ideas at each other and so much interaction between all of us. And we, it's a great team. It's just one of the many reasons we like to go to that. I know Emoto Harney is going to be excited filming a lot of this that you'll see on IE Pinball. Absolutely. Gene X Wong and his great orange photography, capturing such spectacular images for years to come. I'm glad it was able to happen because it wasn't easy to get here, but we're here. February 3rd to 6th in Riverside. Jim, I look forward to seeing you. Looking forward to seeing you too, Jeff. Thanks for uh, all you do. Find out everything on indisc.com, I-N-D-I-S-C.com. Of course, check out the Discord channel and hope to see you at the Riverside Convention Center. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. Past episodes, subscriptions, and more. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter and Instagram, at Pinball Profile, and you can email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. I'm Jeff Teolos. Yeah.